0: I used to sit on the hillsides back when we had no electricity or running water in the community I grew up in, but I used to gaze into the sky at night, and the only friends I had were my dogs, and we would sit there on the hill, and I'd wonder where and why and all these things, my, my, my sense of belonging, I guess, my sense of
1: why and all these questions were always there. Day good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Maybe you've had questions like these. Well, as you've just heard, you're not alone. So we hope you'll stay with us as we hear from a man who finally found what he was looking for. My name is Gilbert Tracy,
0: and I'm from... To Navajo Reservation in Northeastern Arizona, and I originally came down from Denver, Colorado where I was born, and I was raised since I was uh, the age of three by my Navajo grandparents. I'm uh, actually half Navajo and half Anglo, and the story is that uh, my mother had a hard time taking care of me in in the beginning of my life. And so my grandparents wanted to help out, and I stayed there for a majority of my early years and being raised by them and... In a culture where I was obviously not a full-blooded Navajo, created a lot of heartache and I think loneliness alongside with uh, being accepted by my grandparents. They taught me a lot of good things that were from the old days, the concepts, the traditions, the clans, and having them say that they they loved me and cared for me, as, as rare as it was um, nowadays we see that, but it really brought some sense of belonging to me. So I've always identified with being Navajo, but there was a side of me that I, I guess did not really enjoy a whole lot being picked on and being ridiculed and being obviously different when uh when i was growing up i was a taboo because i was half white and i remember instances where others would ridicule me and say oh grab a piece of his hair we'll use that as a fetish i was exceptional in in other ways i was able to be bilingual at an early age and i did well in school so i immediately uh stood out But uh, one of the things that I always had growing up was trying to find out who I was, why I was made that way. I had a real tough time with that growing up and being accepted, uh, I guess, for my own self. Not seeing my mother till I was the age of 13 was another hard thing to, to come to grips with. Not knowing my father, who supposedly passed on when I was brought back to Arizona, so I never knew my natural father, and those are things that a child grows up with not not having the ideal home setting, but I used to sit on the hillsides and back when we had no electricity or running water in the community I grew up in it was very nice now. I look back and you know those are days that uh they're romanticized, but I was so fortunate to experience that. But I used to gaze into the sky at night and the only friends I had were my dogs and we would sit there on the hill and I'd wonder where and why and all these things. My, my, my sense of belonging, I guess my sense of why and all these questions were always there until I got into, to junior high and high school days then I started to identify with the uh, the crowd that um used peer pressure a lot and I know I fell into that because I at times became ashamed of my grandparents when they would come into town or come to the school. And um I ended up starting to get involved with the wrong side of the, the track crowd in In the town um trying to um live up to one another's peer pressures and um not really paying heed to what my grandparents were trying to remind me of and they 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 were very good teachers also guides in life and but I neglected that part and I ended up uh at a baptism for a friend who. Had been smoking a lot, and he ended up accepting Christ, supposedly. But I, I went forward, and I I was sincere. At that point in my life, as a young person, I had never heard of the gospel. I had never read the Bible. I knew that it was uh, something from the Middle East, and bringing that across to the Navajo land and and what I was brought up with, the traditional approach, I didn't really understand totally. And I don't think I've ever really understood those things till I finally surrendered my life to Him. What what sin really entails altogether is just the separateness from God and not, not doing God's will. And we do have uh I understand that there are the two basic realms of sin there is uh the sin that we're born with that we are it's it's just part of uh our, our destruction that we when we rebelled in the beginning when God created us and then there's the personal sin that we commit daily and that's because we we want to do things in our own will and our own flesh in our own by our own methods by our own timeline and this is what I, I understand. Uh, God's uh, really reaching out to us to get our our whole undivided attention on, on the sin issue. And uh, to realize that we are sinners, that we have sin in our life, it makes it even more wonderful because that gives meaning to the death on the cross and, and why we've been separated from God and why there is no other answer under this uh, universe that will really supply, uh, we have so many traditions. Our traditions are limited. Uh, the Navajo way, for instance, we, we have mountains that surround us that are supposedly protecting us from the four directions, but yet there's no, no concept of, of peace and, and fellowship with the, the tribes that are neighboring. And they're always enemy. They're always, uh, on, on the other side of taboos. So, our our concept of sin has has really never been revealed to us until uh, Christ has has come about, and then through the the teachings from the radio waves and from the schools of of uh, Christian leaders, people that share uh, the gospel, and uh, we need that uh, now in our day and age. Even in the Navajo way, we we have. Uh, our concept of death is is just that, it, it, it just ends there, life is all there is up to the point of death, and there is no accountability factor involved, there is no um, concept of where do I go after uh, I journey to the next world, for instance. Uh, there are the four worlds and that's it, in, in our in our philosophy and mythology, but... But God gives nowadays to us, and, such as in my battle with alcoholism. There was no cure for that, even from a, a person of a, maybe the medicine man approach. You know, he, he was not able to, to change the inner self. So being uh, aware of sin, being aware of the grievance against God, and the separation from God, and, and bridging that through the cross gives us the ability to overcome our alcohol. To overcome our substance abuse or whatever uh, relationships or whatever uh, practices we do, we're good at sin, but uh, God uh, is good at erasing sin. As you read the New Testament, especially uh, Paul talks about his life and his struggle with his flesh and his his uh, upbringing in the the tradition of the day before he was converted. You know, he he brought that all into something we can understand and we can identify with in this day and age. And that is one thing that uh, I never had as a a new Christian. And that only comes about as you surrender your life to Christ and begin to pray. And you see the words of, of Scripture come into life. I started being around church a lot more and more and got into a little bit of discipleship and uh good things started happening for me. I really believed that God had come into my life at that point. To this day, I still believe that. That uh, regeneration or being born again, the concept of that occurred back when I was 17. And uh, I still had low self-esteem, but I, I had to ask God for things. And sometimes I would claim His promises, like from the book of Psalms, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, He will give us the desires of our heart. And I took that in, in a different way. I think I, I met it for selfish purposes. But I, I ventured on. I finished high school. And um, that the first 20 years of my life, I kind of ended with that, uh, leaving home and uh, leaving my where, where my grandparents were from. And they always left me that idea of coming back. And that was added pressure to me because I never could, feel liberated i think in my my personal life because the expectations were for for me to come back and kind of fill his shoes and uh, to to carry on the old concepts the old traditions and uh, he was a very traditional man he he understood clans and he used to really try and teach me those things but i kind of ignored a lot of that but he want he wanted honorable marriages, a marriage that was honorable, and he wanted to to have me be, uh, I guess, a, a trademark of what he was taught uh, to be wise, to do good works, and follow instruction in life, you know, basic wisdom. And uh, he carried a lot of that, and it was good. But um, he uh, left me with with the inability to really. unload my my plans
1: many of us have struggled with direction and purpose in life that's usually because we're not in right relationship with the one who gave us this life and the one to whom we will answer one day what about you do you have a relationship with God that's why Jesus came why he suffered died and rose from the grave so that we could have peace with our Creator. Think about it. God sent His Son to die for you, so that you could live. God tells us in the Bible, the one who believes in the Son has eternal life. The one who rejects the Son will not see life, but God's wrath remains on him. If you'd like to know more, visit our website withoutreservation.com and click on the tab New Life. Or download the Storyteller radio app and choose Hope. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877 766 4648. And you can find us on Facebook at Without Reservation. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's more to Gilbert's story, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.